Sure. Good morning, South Africa. <laughs> that sounds like a you know an old cliche from uh, America. Eh? Remember that? Uh, yeah. Good morning, America. Good morning, South Africa, and uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful morning. The rain. Uh, it means that you know the the soil is pregnant with a lot of promise for this year. Cheers. Uh, and uh, tips are compliments of the new year, Mr. Vic, Victor Nyembe, compliments of the new year. Compliments, my uh, compliments. Oh, yeah. Compliments, compliments, Samsung. Yeah, Tibba, today we are going to be joined by by by, by uh, Mr. Nyembe, um, yeah. who is a former politician, uh, is now an independent analyst, uh, especially on this show today. Uh, because we 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 you know we are we we are from the end of the year and we're in the beginning of the year yet there is so much happening in our in our in our political space uh, and we you know will be left behind if we don't get different perspectives on you know on 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 issues um so we are on episode number 15 but very episode, a very first episode of the year, and we are very glad to be uh, opening it uh, with you, Mr. Nyembe. Uh, just as we, we we start, I think I wanna I want to start on the biggest story of uh, the past few weeks, the the MK party, the so-called Mkondo Wesizwe party. Yeah, uh, and uh, what do you think uh, its influence will be? On the South African politics uh, scene, uh, especially given the fact that this year is a is, is an election year, Mr. Nyembe. No, thank you so much, Tamsanga, uh, 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 and and let me also extend my greetings to your viewers at home. To to to, to be quite frank, I I I I wouldn't want to undermine the NK party based on the following uh, uh, facts. This morning, I've been browsing through their website and I've discovered that they have at about 6.7 million viewers on their website. Uh, and that, that is a very lot, but that should not be translated to the automatic voting to or in favor of, of the MK party. But I, 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 want, I want to put forward that the MK party is going to make very serious inroads in our political a space, particularly when we are facing this forthcoming uh, provincial and national uh, general elections. Because remember, I, I'm sure all of us, we are very much aware that uh, the lead character there is the former president, uh, uh, Jacob Kedeshegisazuma, who is a prolific political figure in our country and is very influential. Uh, even though somewhere, somehow, uh, certain political commentators are very critical uh, towards uh, him saying that he's just a, a, a political blah 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 this and that but uh, my brother let's let's not begin this year by undermining uh, the former president he's very influential and he's going to make serious inroads in the political landscape of this country can can i come in the there? Fact that our elections are only you know we, we think it will be in a few months you know space of three to four months do you think he has they've got enough time to you know to to galvanize the vote or do you think they will want to contain their mobilization in 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 particular provinces maybe particularly Gauteng, Mpumalanga and KZN 
it 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 could work both ways. Um, uh, uh, Tamsanga, a day is very long in politics. A day is very long. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, um, if 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 I'm correct, the, the elections are going to be on the twenty second of May, which is more or less one hundred and twenty two days from today, which is more than enough. Uh, and and if 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 one had noticed their political strategy, they are gunning for those provinces where they believe they have a stronghold. The provinces like uh, KZN, the provinces like Mpumalanga, the provinces like Gauteng. And if you check those provinces, they have a very huge chunk of uh, um, 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 voters there. That's where their their, their target is. But uh, moreover. I've I've come I've also come to notice that they are crisscrossing all the nine provinces uh, of our country, but with a specific target in in those three provinces that I've just mentioned. And, yeah, you know I I hear I hear what um, that is saying, eh? especially with the new formula, the MK and what. But now I want to ask you one thing: What do you think is the main purpose? Because we are seeing um the former president's ally they are all establishing small parties like we saw past last year mm. the former secretary general started his own party now and then um uh Carl Niehaus went and started his own party and also it went ended up joining yeah. the EFF now the current president is supporting the MK which is is being part and parcel of that party now in the next coming weeks or coming few days his son, Duduzani, is starting his own party. Yeah. What take yeah. about that? What is going on? They're playing a game of chess. I think there are strategies that let's, let's establish um, many political parties as we could so that we are able uh, 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 to, to sort of try to address different um, 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 uh, different voters from different uh, 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 age differences. You, look, the the former president, so, so to say, mm. he's at close early to the former AG of the African National Congress, and that is Mahashule, uh, who has his own political party, and the former president is also supporting the MK party. I I I, I think there are strategies that let's have many different political parties as and when after the uh, the, the elections uh, we, we gather together and we sort of try to check if we cannot have what, what we call the outright, outright majority if that is the case then we'll be able to sit around the table and try to navigate a way as to how are we going to uh, for, for, for form some sort of a a, 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 a governance going forward mm. that could be their political strategies to have different political parties so that they're able to have a, a quite a sizable number of votes from different and, uh, age groups. Do you think they can work together? Should they get that opportunity to get those numbers they need? G given their, their political close proximity, it goes without saying, yes, they, 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 they would work together. They will definitely work together. But now, in this situation, you've got Duduzani, he's okay, he's talking to the younger market because I heard on one of these clips on on one of the Instagram, one of the social media, which is Instagram, he was mentioning the fact that his target market is specifically the young people. Fine, and then we see his father, his target market, it's the older fighting majority people, which is the MK. And 
We've got your ex-secretary general on the ground saying he's mobilizing. <laughs> so, ma, here's my main question. And you've got the EFF also, which is in close allies to them, if I may think so. Yeah. Should they get to manage to get these numbers? Who's going to be president of this country, in your own opinion, out of the five of them? It, it could be any of them. It will depend on their negotiations. <laughs> <laughs> it could be any of them. It will depend on their negotiations. It, it, well, well, it's a give and take situation. It will depend who's who, who's able to negotiate better. But, but all, in, all of in, them are capable of becoming presidents. And but in reality, though, um, do 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 you see the ANC performing at such low levels that there is a possibility of somebody else becoming president of the country, other than somebody from the ANC? Well, it it it, it will be a, a a grave political mistake to undermine the the African National Congress. Remember, they are still a ruling party. They have the state resources at their disposal and 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 they are still rooted in the masses of our country but what is of a sacrosanct importance in this regard is the message that they are going to spread across because we've been hearing promises after promises year after year so <laughs> what is going to be interesting uh, for, for, for our voters this year is, is the message that the ANC is going to package the message that they're going to spread across that is going to be their a main defining factor. Uh, noted. I think let's move on to another uh, subject uh, of discussion today. Uh, the ANC is celebrating 112 years since its formation. Do you think the ANC remains relevant today, uh, uh, Mr. Nyembe? And I think you know, you'll take that from your last answer, given, you know, like after the you know, your last answer on the Jacob Zuma and the ANC situation. Well, it differs from a province to a province, but they are, yes, mm. they are still relevant in, 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 in a sense that they are a governing party and they are, mm. <laughs> they are, they are, they are given a huge pol a, 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 a media mileage, so, so to say. They are still a governing party. They are still relevant. But like, like I said earlier on, it will depend on the message that they, 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 they package that, is go, that, that they are going to spread across. You, you know, for me, it's not about who's who, it's about the message that you are going to package and the message that you are going to, you are going to send across our, our voters. Because remember, it is for the first time that we see a, that we see a huge chunk of, of, of our, our voters being a, a youth this time. One would start to sort of, uh, getting what they stole. What could have agitated uh, uh, for them to be uh, 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 um, electorally active this time? So for me, it's about the message that the ANC and other political parties that they are going to share across the masses of our country. James, do you, do you think our young people are actually really interested in voting? Because most of the time, the most apathetic uh, people when it comes to voting are the, are the young people. Do you think we'll definitely have uh, young people actually changing, you know, ch changing the, you know, the 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 gains, the the fortunes of the ANC to something else uh, this time around? I can confidently tell you that young people are interested in voting. It's something mm -hmm. that they want to do. 
The only problem is that they cannot relate to the people that are actually delivering the promises, if I may put it that way. Because if yeah. you can check in most political parties, there's only one political party that is actually kind of like speaking in the young youthful language. I don't know how what Duduzani is gonna do. He might shift, he might yeah. shift the narrative because he's still young, he's hip, he's happening, he's on social media, he's communicating in a language that young people can understand. You understand? Because if we can look in, let's take the top three uh, parties, which is your ANC, your DA, and EFS. You take those three parties and you say, talk to young people between your entry level. This is your 18 to 21 years old. Mm. Convince them to go in and vote. Who do you think will be able to communicate and relate in terms of the scale to those young people? You see? Because now in the ANC, you've got old people in their 70s that are making yeah. promises to 19-year-olds and they've never actually delivered. Now the 19-year-old oh. is going to say, ah, my mother was telling me you guys don't deliver. What's the point of me voting? And yeah, then you've got the sure. Where there's racial issues, and don't think these young ones they don't see those racial issues. Mm -hmm. They can use that. Why should I vote? Because if I vote for you, there's gonna be a racial division. Mm -hmm. This is me speaking on the ground level that I'm hearing. And then you get EFF that is always fighting. Now, young people they like the whole routeness, but they are not sure about the narrative. To say, but you are dividing us from certain communities, but you've got the vibe. Um, but so when you're looking at young people, if I should throw my, my, my two cents on what you just said, that, that you know, when you're looking at ground level community, the ANC seems to be more present in communities. They are ANC Youth League, for example. Those young people are, are everywhere on social media, although they seem quite confused and mad at times, but you know, the, the, they are they are there they are on community you see them wearing ANC t-shirts but as into mobilization i i i don't think so i don't think so uh uh just said a, 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 a very critical and fundamental issue here the resonation of the message that each party is going to spread to our people. You know, it's, it's very fundamental, very important because uh, we've been hearing promises after promises, but is there any deliverer of those promises? I suppose no. We've been hearing about a lot of racial issues. Do we have any solutions to, to, to that effect? No. So it's going to be a tough one, Tammy. I, I don't want to lie, it's going to be a tough one, particularly after, after this emergence of this a, 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 a two political parties, the 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 egg party. It's going to be a very interesting year. I, I don't. Initial elections. It's going to be a tough one, and one would not want to begin to predict now who's going to do what is going to be what. But it's going to be a very interesting year. Electorally, so it's going to be interesting. Next to this is for both of you, next comrades, colleagues, that. <laughs> Would it be correct to to say that Umkonto sees a party 
and uh, act are not necessarily going to raise new voters, but they're going to get voters from the same political party that they are formed from. And therefore, there is not necessarily a new, you know, a new, a new, a new voter in the system because of them. I, I, is that, is I, that the correct analysis? I, I, I'm actually going to agree with you on, on, on what you're saying, because if you can check, they're not communicating anything that is different. And it's funny how I'm on, I'm going to use this term and, and we need to be frank about it. It's very hypocritical of them because two years back or three years back, they were saying, they were singing the same tune that they are singing about their parties when they were part and parcel of the ANC, <laughs> whereby they, they made these promises and one, two, three, four, five. Today, they are bashing the ANC saying the ANC is dead. The ANC is not delivering. The Just because things didn't go according to their plans, now they see an opportunity to bash the current political party that actually has actually built them. So why would you come to the people and say, we as the, what, 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 we as the MK, we promise you houses, we promise you oh, there won't be load shedding. But when you are part and parcel of the structure, why can't you go back to the very same structure and say, guys, in order for us to curb this thing, let's not do it this way, let's do it this way. Because political infighting is what's actually destabilizing this country. And don't think that the, the citizens of Africa, they don't see what's going on. That is why my only worry is that with people taking a backseat and saying, I, it's pointless for me not to vote. They're actually giving other people more power instead of them saying there's going to be change. I mean, like, what if we get an independent candidate who's going to just emerge from a celebrity world and Debza becomes a candidate and everybody loves Debs, then the whole country shifts. It might change. Anything is possible. <laughs> Our politicians right now, I my my only worry is that all of them, all the political parties, everyone is bashing against what the ANC didn't do, but mm. nobody's coming up with a solution to say, because the ANC failed to do, to cover so many potholes, now I've done means to cover so many potholes. And I'm going to do means to do one, two, three, four, five. The DA currently, the DA is recruiting business into Cape Town, into the Western Cape. Most of businesses are closing their head offices from Joburg and they are moving to the Western Cape. In two to three mm. years time, Sentinel will be a ghost town. And what is that saying? It's a shift. They are pushing their own agenda to have the Western Cape as an independent. But what yeah. is it due to this, to this, to this political sphere? It's going to mess us up. We are no longer going to be a democratic republic of South Africa. We'll be something else. That's my opinion. Your last take on this uh, discussion, Nyembe, on the, you know, on the relevance of the ANC uh, in particular, the, the current SG of the ANC is heavily criticized by a lot of political commentators and uh, other people generally as yeah. being as just being somebody who just speaks without thinking do you think that is that you know that is correct and or is it is it doing any favors for the ANC that kind of behavior no you're correct uh Tamsanga. that is a, a, a general view you know uh, um, 
I have one problem with 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 Philem Balula. Well, I I I don't care of him being a, a political blah blah, but my problem with him is his timing. Um, you cannot just go around and 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 begin to lament other uh, 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 political leaders, particularly from your very own uh, 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 political party. His timing, his his timings is very much not correct because remember, once you begin to speak ill of somebody else who was so close to you, your former comrade, you are giving them unnecessary. A, a, a PR time of which you should be using that time to leverage your own political party, spread the message of your very own political party. Tell our people what is that you are going to do differently this time. Yeah. You know, now you spend that time going around lamenting your, your former comrades. I mean, you are giving them unnecessary uh, attention, and that is going to uh, 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 sort of disadvantage yourself or your very own political party. And it is going to give much credence to the person that you are trying to lament and losing your foresight that you are giving them unnecessary uh, attention and PR. True. And um, now moving on to the the, 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 the resurfacing of the Nkanza scandal. Uh, and this actually being raised by Sikilem Baluda himself. Mm. What do you think is happening there? Because, you know, uh, uh, I, I listened to an audio uh, voice clip of where uh, the former minister of police, uh, Mr. Natin Tleko, who was indicated by Mbalula in that uh, diatribe that he was uh, spewing around Nganza, you know? Yeah. What, what do you think will, you know, will, will happen ultimately uh, with that kind of admitting by the ANC that they actually lied to the public and even lied in parliament? Mm. <laughs> Is that a question directed to me, Tamsang? Yeah, it's for you, Mr. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, what, what basically Figile Mbalula was driving, Mbalula was driving, National Congress has been over the Congress has been over the years, has been over the years. You know, you know, I mean, this thing of, 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 of towing a, a political party destroyed quite an avalanche number of our credible uh, uh, leaders, credible comrades, uh, because whether you like it or not, whether you have your independent view, as long as you are saving a particular political party, you are compelled by all possible to a marching line, whether you, you like it or not. But whenever you are told that we are taking this direction, unfortunately, you just have to follow. And that has been the case with the AEC. Whether something was wrong or right, for the mere effect of what you call a, 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 a political patronage, they were forced by all possible means to support a political view. And most of the decisions that they've taken, particularly at the National Assembly, they, they, those are wrong decisions. That, that could have led to what we are sort of sitting with today, the dis enfranchisement of, 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 of our government. Our government is very disenfranchised, I don't want to lie, simply because of such uh, things. Figile Mbalula was actually saying to our community, say, communities, wake up, we've been lying to you over the years. And, and, what, and does it, what does that do for the political fortunes of the ANC going into a election year? It cripples them. Well, 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 for for, for me, uh, uh, it will it will have a just a a, a slight uh, a, a disadvantage for the African National Congress because remember 
not everybody gets to uh, to listen or uh, get to watch uh, what we call the political interviews. It will only be, um, or it could only be something of what we call the, um, or, or what uh, 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 Julius Malema used to call as, 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 as the clever blacks. Only the clever blacks could have got that message very clear. But for an ordinary person or a layman down there, I mean, it would definitely mean nothing. Mm. Yeah, that's you know, that's my fear. Excuse to jump in. You know what's my fear? It's quite simple. South Africa right now, um, communication, especially when it comes to social media and all that, it's very, it's very, very good. It's at its point. Yeah. Okay. And one thing that I can tell you is that South African, we tend to misunderstand so many points and actually mm. stretch. A, like you would say something that is valid, you say an apology, but they will, they will use that apology against you. Exactly. So my, yeah, it's for him to go, come and come out and say, uh, we covered uh, uh, Ngandla's candle, one, two, three, four, five. Then South Africans actually picked it up and said, so you've been lying, basically what you've been saying. So you've been lying to us all this time. Then what's the point of us waiting for you? So he's actually killing himself. Instead of... I do think Victor is correct that majority of our people are not really influenced by by news uh on on, on media platforms or social media mm. uh, there's quite a lot of a lot of us who are on social media and you know we get to watch news but a greater majority do not even have a a smartphone that's got yeah. uh, that's got youtube that's got uh, you know access to something so the the influence may not necessarily filter down to the voters in the rural areas uh you know the voters in the in, in the poor townships and so on uh i think let's move on from that point uh, but but before we move from that like what 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 what, what do you think there could be legal implications that come out of that uh, uh you know uh, a speech of mbalula around the Nganza issue most definitely time most definitely because what Figilem Balula uh, has basically said is that we've been lying uh, all along. And I suppose that could also sort of resuscitate other uh, parliamentary processes that could have been arrested uh, back then. By that statement that was uttered by Figilem Balula, it could sort of resuscitate such, such, such internal processes. I, I suppose that carries a lot of legal implications. I hear you. I hear you. And uh, let's move now to the, you know, the, the, this MOU uh, that was entered into between the Minister of Electricity and the Minister for uh, Public Enterprises, uh, uh, Ramokopa, is it Ramokopa? And Pravin And, yeah. uh, and uh, Pravin Gordon. Yes. What do you think necessitated that kind of a, a memorandum of action, and is it, is it of of memorandum of understanding? And do you think it's necessary, really? I, I don't think it's, it's, it's that necessary. In fact, what the, um, uh, President Ramaphosa was trying to do is it's a separation of powers and separation of roles and responsibilities. Because in most cases, you'd find our ministers uh the ventilation particularly uh, uh minister pravin godan minister Gwede Mantashe, 
and, and many other ministers. So what the president is trying to do is to separate their roles and responsibilities because they have spent most of their time uh, uh, um, arguing amongst themselves in terms of what should be the execution of their responsibilities going forward. But for me, it's very much unnecessary to do so, as long as uh, they understand what is what is required of them. Because anyway, they are serving under the same president, they are, they are serving the same government. It's, it's an issue of understanding what is uh, needed at that given time and what should be done. So for me to sign such a memorandum of understanding, it, it, it's just a, a PR exercise. It won't assist anyway. Is, is, is this not a way by the president to ad, sort of admit that he, he, he was uh, not ready and he didn't have all the information and sex around, you know, at his hands before he could establish a ministry of electricity. Uh, because he first did it without giving the minister responsibilities and roles and, you know, the, the mechanisms in order to be able to carry out his functions as a minister. So that is to admit that he was not ready. He didn't know what he was doing. He was just, uh, you know, responding to you know to to agitation by some people that said that they needed to be an independent ministry for for electricity exactly that, that Tamsang, exactly that yeah. it tells you that the president had uh, had never enough time to sit down and have a proper plan as to what should be done when and how so and by who so it it, it, it says exactly that it goes without saying um what do you think of the the former uh, Deputy Chief Justice Dihang uh, Mosenegi's role in South Africa's genocide case against Israel at the International Court of Justice? Well, uh, the, 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 the former uh, uh, Chief Justice Dihang Mosenegi is, is, has a wealth of knowledge. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, yeah, he, he has a wealth